قال رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقه قولي او ماي لورد اوبن فور مي ماي تشست اند ايز فور مي ماي تاسك اند انتاي دو نوت فروم ماي تونغ that they may understand my speech bismillah walhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in rabbi shrah li sadri wa yassir li amri wa hlul uqdatam min lisani yafqahu qawli rabbi zidna ilma assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh my beautiful sisters welcome to another episode of the women of quran now podcast welcome قالوا أئنك لأنت يوسف قال أنا يوسف وهذا أخي قد من الله علينا إنه من يتق ويصبر فإن الله لا يضيع أجر المحسنين Let's go ahead and look at the translation inshallah of this ayah that we just recited ayah 90 of surah yusuf juz 13 it says they said are you indeed yusuf he said i am yusuf and this is my brother allah has certainly favored us indeed he who fears allah and is patient then indeed allah does not allow to be lost the reward of those who do good hmm so we have to really unpack this ayah by context you know i have to give you a little bit of context uh hopefully you know the story of prophet yusuf alayhi salam if you do not i highly recommend that you read the translation of surah yusuf which is the 12th surah in the quran it is mostly the majority i would say 95% of the surah is a story and it's the story of prophet yusuf alayhi salam and it is filled packed jammed with lessons life lessons lessons that help us in our day to day bi'idhnillah so what happened is that yusuf alayhi salam um was put his brothers his step brothers were jealous of him and they tried to kill him when he was a little boy and they put him in a well and in that well they abandoned him and pretended that a wolf ate yusuf that's what that's the story they gave their father who never believed them actually um but yusuf was then uh, picked up by a caravan He was then sold as a slave though he was a free man he was a noble person he was a son of a prophet a grandson of a prophet a great grandson of a prophet so he had he was a he was a treasure but they couldn't actually they didn't realize that and so they sold him as a slave he was sold to a the minister of finance of Egypt he don't uh, i mean sorry and then uh, in the um, in the house 
the wife of the minister was after Yusuf completely, you know, um, tempting him, trying to make him sin. Um, a very stressful situation for Yusuf but he still sought refuge in Allah and preferred jail over the temptation. And then he spent some time uh, being accused wrongly and spending years and years and years in jail for a crime that he didn't commit, for being innocent. And he helped out and they forgot about him. Inmates forgot about him, the ones that he helped out, and then he, he stayed in jail even longer. And then finally, um, you know, Allah brought back the same inmate for help and he helped again. And then um, the king wanted him, but he still wanted to uh, clear his reputation. So he said he's not going to come out until his reputation is clear. And then um, it's cleared. And then the king asked the women of the town about Yusuf Aysalam and the story and why he's in jail. And they all vindicated him by saying, I mean, Allah vindicated him. They all um, um, admitted their guilt and his innocence. And then he became the king's um, second man, basically, the the minister of finance. And now in this high position, the brothers that wronged him when he was little, they're back now in this in a situation where they need his help, but they don't they don't they don't know that it's Yusuf Aisam. They cannot even imagine that the child that they threw in the well, so weak and vulnerable, that this child would be the Minister of Finance in Egypt that they're going to for help. And this is just how Latif Allah is and how amazing our Lord is. And so now in this ayah, Yusuf is in a position of strength. He's in a position of potential revenge. He's in a position where he can really gloat and make them eat the pie, like they say, right? But he does not, and he doesn't do it. He still remains humble and grateful and class, classy. Like, I mean, honestly, this is the the example of Ihsan and Allah calls him a Muslim and the surah like he, like over and over and over and over, Yusuf demonstrates what it is to be a Muslim. And so, in amazement, so this ayah now, you know, the, the brothers realize that, oh, this is Yusuf, because Yusuf, the minister is asking about Yusuf. And they realize, now they're looking at it more closely, probably, and they're like, oh, this is Yusuf. No, it can't be Yusuf. Is it Yusuf? And so they ask, they ask the question, right? La anta Yusuf? La anta Yusuf? A'innaka la anta Yusuf? Like, this is like emphasis upon emphasis. Are you indeed Yusuf? And he says, Qala, he says, Qala, ana Yusuf. Wahada akhi. And, uh, but then he doesn't say, you see, this is what you guys did to me, but you see where I am today? No. He immediately says, Allah has certainly favored us. As soon as he said, this is me, Yusuf, and this is my brother, he says, Allah has blessed us. He gives the full credit to Allah Allah Akbar. Right? In amazement, the brothers ask, because they had been meeting him for more than two years, that's the tafsir Ibn Kathir, were unaware of who he really was. 
yet he knew who they were and hid this news from them. Therefore, they asked in astonishment, Yusuf? He says the brothers used to separate themselves from Yusuf. You know, like they used to say, you know, they, they, they would not put all of them together in the way they spoke. Yusuf and Benjamin, they made a clear distinction that, you know, he's, they were not part of them. So Yusuf kind of um, did the same thing by saying, well, yeah, and this is my brother, right? He didn't say all of you guys are my brothers, but he says, and this is my brother. So, um, but you know, he, he didn't go beyond that. Nimrod Ali Khan says, instead of gloating, he gives credit to Allah and shows gratitude, subhanAllah. Dealing with calamities, because this was a, he went through so many calamities. Dealing with calamities with patience is the road to Ihsan. And in Surah Yusuf, like I mentioned, Allah keeps showing us how to be a muhsin, how to do ihsan. Ustaz Taymiyyah, she says in her tafsir of this, they, that the brothers, they could never imagine that the brother they threw in the well could become the minister of finance of Egypt. And so we see how powerful this lesson is because people will wrong us. People wrong us all the time. We may be wrong other people, but when we are put in a position of power again, after having lost power or authority, after having been, been weak, how are we going to behave? Yusuf Islam, he doesn't dwell on the problem. He only focuses on the blessings. He focuses on the white space. He, he goes back to how Allah blesses him. And many times when we, I have this thing that I do with my clients, or so I give them, a, um, you know, I tell them to look at this and there's a black dot in the middle and then there's white space and what do they see? And they, many times they will say, I see a black dot. Many times they will not say, I see a black dot in a white space, or they will not say, I see a white space with a black dot, but it will just be, I see a black dot. And that's very, very telling because it shows how we focus on what is out of the norm. So the norm could be that we are tremendously blessed all the time, all the time. But then when we have a little problem, that's all we're focusing on. But this problem is out of the norm. It's not, it's not the norm. We're not constantly being tried, constantly being in pain, constantly losing something. No, we're going like we are, we're winning, we, we are being blessed and we are being comfortable and we earning and we gaining. And then once in a blue moon, we lose something. But then are we going to focus on that once in a blue moon problem? Or are we going to focus on the blessings? And here Yusuf truly shows us how he's focusing on the blessings, even though he had had his fair share of trials that he could be focusing on. So this is a huge, powerful lesson for us uh, believers as we go through trials. And so it says here that um, he, he, he shows gratitude and no pride. And then two, two attributes are being mentioned here, taqwa and sabr. And when we have those two, we will never, we will never lose. We will absolutely never lose. I have a lot of background noise. I don't know if you could hear it. I'm sorry about that. So, taqwa and sabah will never result in loss. This is the lesson of the entire story of Prophet Yusuf Alaihissalam. His story is all about demonstrating what is taqwa and what is sabah and how the results of these two 
and how these two lead to ultimate win. And that is so refreshing and so such a great reminder for us. Taqwa is actually the fear of Allah. When you fear Allah so you avoid anything that may displease Allah, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're going through. Yusuf was in a house in a country where he was a minority. Nobody would, like he didn't have, you know, people of his faith near him to say, oh, how can you do this? He could easily have done it and hid it, but he knew Allah watched him. He knew Allah was aware of everything. So this is taqwa, this is fearing Allah, no matter the situation you find yourself in. And then um, you look at sabr, how much sabr did he get? How much sabr, subhanAllah, did he demonstrate? May Allah grant us taqwa and sabr. When Yusuf is tempted to commit evil, he resists and seeks refuge. He is patient at time, he seeks refuge in Allah. He is patient at the time of trials, at the time of difficulties. And so the one who keeps this attitude of taqwa and sabr will never see his efforts go to waste. That's the promise of Allah. And so I want for us this week, um, some of us are going through a lot of difficulties. It could be a divorce. It could be uh, the loss of a child. It could be the loss of a parent. It could be the loss of a loved one, of a spouse. Some of us are really going through it one after the other but are we going to show taqwa and sabr and when we are vindicated are we going to be gloating and say you see you see you know i'm i'm smiling because sometimes i do it jokingly i do it with my spouse where you know he will say something about me and then the next thing you know like he hurt himself or something like that and i was like i would be like mm-hmm you see, that's why you shouldn't be making fun of me. This is why you shouldn't be talking about me. You know, but that's jokingly. But honestly, when we are in the position where we are proven right and where we are being vindicated, are we, are we arrogant and proud? Or are we humble and grateful and giving credit to Allah? So that's, uh, that's something for us to check. Check our hearts and, and check how we are. Because at the end of the day, no matter the situation we, found, we find ourselves in, there are two things that should remain constant in our lives, in our behavior, and that is taqwa and sabr. May Allah grant us taqwa and sabr. May Allah grant us taqwa and sabr. May Allah grant us taqwa and sabr. Allahumma salli wa sallim ala nabiyyina Muhammad. I pray that you have benefited from this um, tadabbur episode. This is Juice 13, episode 13. Until next week, inshallah, for Juice 14 and um, for more reflections and a new ayat. Allahumma ameen. Subhanaka Allahumma bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. May Allah grant us tawfiq. Ameen ya Rabbil Alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzah. Amma yasifun. وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين